Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yes. That never gets old. Uh, <clears throat> y'all gonna have to bear with me today. Just touch back down. I am low frequency right now. He was not on a plane, though. Um, no, I was not on a plane. But um, I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Step Brothers Podcast, episode 74. <clears throat> it's your host with the most, Chris Minor, a.k.a. Shit, New Orleans Shorty, you know what I'm saying? Back, you hear me? Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Um, shit, I don't, I don't know, man. Just fuck with me, man. I'm, I'm battling, I'm battling shit right now, bro. I'm trying to bounce back, but I did bring the Bombay, trying to counteract my hangover, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? They say to get it over a hangover to drink some more. Wow. But that's what I've been doing since Friday. So not working. It's not working. <laughs> Need to try something else. Need to try something else. I gave him a juice and he went crazy with that juice. Yeah, I low key want that other one because his fucking sprite is. Flat, you gonna be you gonna be a Negro. You gonna be my nigga. I got you. Don't All worry. Right, I got two about. of them. Appreciate it, bro. White <laughs> peach. Alfred mixed the Bombay in here. That was a <laughs> oh, trick. No. That was a trick. <laughs> oh no! What <laughs> have I done? Nah. I this nigga. <laughs> it's fine. You don't drive. <laughs> but yeah, it's Dalton. I drive these hoes crazy though. You drive me crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, Dalton. You know Danny Phantom. Mm-hmm. I came up with the new one the other day. Okay. Uh, Cam Newton's young brother, and then also uh-huh. the young Jeff Goldblum. Oh, that's uh, hit, hit the drop the bomb for yourself. Because Jeff Goldblum has that show on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, and I'm already a huge D- Jeff Goldblum fan, but I'm even more after watching that show. Okay, the first, so the first episode was about sneakers. Okay, let's talk about that show. Let's just go right <sighs> into it since we brought up Disney Plus. Like, sure. It dropped last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I have yet to check it out, but you have. So tell me some of that. Because I know you didn't get right into it. Like, no, it was, was like some server. Yeah, so I downloaded the app, and then I heard you had it pre-ordered. I pre-ordered Disney+. Okay. Plus, so Because Dawn be ahead <clears> of the curve. So at like midnight or whatever, or whenever it released, I, I forgot what time. I sent me an email, but I downloaded it on, my, on all my TVs and in my phone. Uh-huh. So I let it download, and I logged in, and then just... Went to bed. Right. So I woke up. 
and on my break, I was like, let me see what's on here. Because mm-hmm. they were saying Boy Meets World is on here. I was like, shit, let me add all these to my favorites right. so I can have them. Shit was not working like all day. Like it kept saying, there's, we can't find that. Or like it would show Wreck It Ralph and say there's like a server error. And mm-hmm. it was, and I saw, so I was like, am I tripping? So I went on Twitter to their, their help feed and it was like a shit ton of people. Right. And then Disney responded, but like, yo, we didn't expect this kind of response. But they fixed it though. Right. I mean, it's like a server thing. So probably it probably overloaded right. too many people all at once. Right. So um, this happens all the time with games and shit. So I was like, I'm working anyway, so I don't really care. By the time I got off, it was fine. Um, but I just had to add everything in my favorites then. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're, this is not the final form of it, obviously, but they got a lot of classics on there. They don't have all the Marvel movies yet because there's some rights issues they have. There's still some on Netflix still. Yeah, uh, like Infinity um, War, Black, Black Panther. Panther. So they'll get all those over eventually, but not right now. They don't have all the Pixar movies yet. They have a lot of them, right. but they don't have all of them yet. Right. Um, <clears throat> so in time, those will all be on there. They don't even have all the classic Disney films yet. Right. And they're still putting things on there. Um, but the main thing is all the original content they're bringing out. Right. So the two that I'm, I watch and I'm interested in is The Mandalorian, the Star mm-hmm. Wars one, and then... The Jeff Goldblum show. Was that baby Yoda? <clears throat> it's not. It's the same race, uh, but, but it it's, was, it's not Yoda. Okay. Um, But it's adorable as fuck. Yeah. Look, God, like- that little thing. <laughs> Me and Shelby both were like, oh my God. Because <laughs> it, it, it just, it, it's everything about it's cute. But that show, but just going off that show by itself, because um, that's Disney. And then the Jeff Goldblum show is National Geographic, which right. is owned by Disney. But, um, the production value of this fucking TV show is insane. Right. Like it looks like a star Wars movie, but a TV show. Okay. So it makes me excited for those Marvel shows that are coming out Mm -hmm. that that it looks this good. So like, um, the Mandalorian is good. Um, like I said, they got boy meets world. Uh They got all the old animated. They got X-Men, Spider-Man. Oh, really? They got all the animated shit on there. Um, I'm just thinking about the stuff that can add. It'll be fire. I think like, in a year, Disney Plus is gonna be fucking crazy because you're gonna have all the Disney shows on there, <laughs> all the Marvel show, the, the Marvel shows will start oh, popping up. I um, I'm sorry. Uh, I tweeted the bottle of Pedialyte on the way home yesterday, and Miles, uh, he he was Miles. like, uh, laugh my ass off, mood, and then he was like, uh, that's New Orleans, bro, undefeated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, he knows. Yeah, he knows. He definitely knows, bro, undefeated, <laughs> bro. But yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um. But yeah, I'm, so I'm excited to see where this goes in like the next year because mm-hmm. once everything gets added in, the Marvel show starts flowing through. Now, the Jeff Goldblum show is a National Geographic show and he basically tries to experience things that he enjoys and then like he'll kind of go over the history of it and like kind of go into it in a Jeff Goldblum way mm-hmm. and then kind of d- dive deep. So this, the first episode is like a sneaker episode. It's about shoes and it starts off at like a shoe convention and he's watching these people sell shoes for like 30 grand. Wow. And he's like, yo, what? He was like, how did it become this? So he kind of goes through it. But then he's like so quirky and like open and he's fresh as fuck. Like, yeah, it's Jeff Goldblum, man. Bruh. And he, 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 he like fucks with everybody. And then he went to Adidas and did like a run test. And then he went to the shoe doctor. Um, this guy be making, um, shoes for everybody. Mm-hmm. He, he made like the full gold shoes for LeBron James for his 30,000 point anniversary. Mm. Like it's the shoes in, encased in a, in a case of glass, but it's, the shoe is all gold. 
Oh, okay. So he makes rand like custom shoes. So he made Jeff some shoes. Um dope and, and then the second episode is about ice cream. But I mean, it's just it's it's a cool show because of Jeff Goldblum, right? And the way he like describes things, because in because his vocabulary is very unique, and the way he moves and like how happy he is all the time, I definitely recommend it. But yeah, Disney Plus so far is good to me, and Boy Meets World is my shit. Yeah. So like, I'm all in. Oh gee, I'm all in on that. Topanga was <clears throat> fine. Uh, I don't know the my my uh, interracial couple, Angela and Sean. Angela Batty, you know what I'm saying? Um, even the redhead chick was back. That show was just dope. Yeah, uh, Sean's. I think Sean's girl was the redhead. I think. No, Sean dated Angela. Wait, what's his brother's name? Eric. <clears throat> Eric dated the redhead. Yeah, she was bad too. All the, yeah, even the mom was the mom was bad too. <laughs> <laughs> the older better, the older the better, the sweetest juice. But uh, definitely good shit. Um, mm. Yeah, but once they they're gonna start adding more shit. So, but see and. Um, <clears throat> In retaliation, I guess you would will or oh Netflix. Yeah, um, it looks like all three major family TV channels with animated content have now all entered various streaming services: Disney Channel on Disney Plus, Cartoon Network on HBO Max, and Nickelodeon on Netflix. Cartoon Network's on Hulu, too. <clears throat> yeah, why? Why would they put Cartoon Network on HBO Max? First off, HBO anything's expensive. Like those, yeah, their packs are crazy, bro. Yeah. They're like tw- it's like twenty bucks. Yeah, I, I ain't got time for that shit. That's a fact. Um, but Cartoon Network is on Hulu if you have Hulu. Also, if you get Disney Plus, you get Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus for eleven ninety nine. If you do the bundle, right? And I have that bundle. So excuse me. Now this Netflix and Nickelodeon <clears throat> one is like the bit you know because Netflix is a direct a competitor mm-hmm. to <clears throat> this Disney thing. Um, and I believe they were saying they're going to create original content with Nickelodeon. The IPs, like, yeah, because they're they're so the big one they said. What does IP mean? Uh, intellectual property. Okay, I I kept seeing it, but I didn't know what it yeah, meant. Yeah, yeah. Okay, intellectual property. property. Okay. Uh-huh. So if like I created Danny uh, Phantom, Danny Phantom or Dragon Ball Z, right. I like I I'm the I have the um, rights to it, the rights to the property, so I can sell them or whatever, and then so. Wow, you should try this. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> this is really good. I'm sorry. What is this called? How you pronounce this? It's Calpico. Calpico is a Japanese, Japanese sports, sports drink. drink. I'm drinking white peach. They sell them at the Daiso. Daiso by the parks. There's Mall a couple of them. Yeah, there's a couple. But I mixed it with the Bombay. I'm on a whole new vibe. I'm ready. Let's, well, let's like get Bombay. It. Yeah, my, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Um. But yeah, the, the thing with the Nickelodeon, it's a good move for Netflix. First off, they're going to have to get as much content as they can because they, they're they going to have to do it by, by killer content because they're never going to reach the production value of a Disney. Right. The budgets are too different, right? right. It's going to be too wild. Um, do you, uh, let me ask you a question about yeah. Disney. Do you think they they funnel all their money together as far as like <clears throat> um, Disney World, Disneyland, Disneyland? Disney, like the TV company. It all goes back to Disney. Okay, so it's all, mm-hmm. like, it's not separate. So, gen- so it'll be, it's it's still money for Disney, but mm-hmm. they're different divisions. Right. So, like, it's Disney theme parks will have their own budgets and right. their money and their revenue. Um, and part of that revenue will go to the parent company of Disney as a whole. Um, 
<clears throat> okay, but yeah. they'll still they'll st- they still have to have their because they, they have quotas and shit. And they have they to have run to their yeah. yeah, and they have to pay their employees and all that stuff. Okay, um, I agree. So the the one thing about Nickelodeon I do want to say is that it is good, but there is something um, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way about uh-huh. it um, when they now they announced that um, they want to do a Squidward spinoff of uh-huh. SpongeBob. I love SpongeBob, but the dude who created it passed away. If you don't remember, we talked about it on the episode once before. Okay. Um, he didn't want to do any spinoffs of SpongeBob. He just wanted to be SpongeBob to be SpongeBob. So it's very interesting to me that they bought it after he passed away. They right. get the rights to all their stuff, and now they're just going to go against his wishes. His wishes. Maybe they're not aware <clears throat> of that he like didn't want that. Maybe not yet. Maybe it's something that. But yeah, we'll see. Um, they always do shit like that. I think if I'm not mistaken, shit, Disney's done it too. <laughs> yeah, um, with um, um, uh, Stan Lee's daughter, I think had spoke out recently saying like Disney hasn't said anything to me or my family or anything. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was his daughter. But these big ass companies, bro, that all they all they care about the is dollar the dollar sign, bro. Speaking of which, like, how do you? Well, you're not really big like into Instagram, but I am. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they took away likes or something. Well, they they were testing it last week. They bring them back out. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can like a picture. I still see I the see likes. Yeah. yeah, they're still there. So apparently, they were going to take away the likes, but people are saying like it's going to like affect small business owners yes true you know and um it's really and i don't know bro i'm i don't pay attention to like this shit people post versus stories i watch people's stories more than i pay attention to the feed because the the stories kill snapchat yeah because the algorithm on ig is so fucked up like you're seeing something somebody posted like last week on your timeline thinking that you're all these posters this week and mm-hmm. like the ads that they just randomly like the fact that they know what you just googled and all that shit i ain't got time for all that i like ig because i can see people's stories and a lot of the people that i follow do something creative like photography or mm-hmm. music or acting whatever so which it's, is which is what they're talking about. So if you take those likes away for those type of people, yeah, they'll get less visibility yeah. on the platform. Right. So. But yeah, that's true. There's no arguing that. There's no but. There's no but. So I'm guessing you would be against that, like the like. Thing. Yeah. I, I just. What is that? Why would you take that away? Well, they were. The argument that I heard was dealing with like bullying and. Uh, people feeling less than the next person who gets these li- like if you take all the likes away we're ridiculous all, this is that this is that every everybody kid should, get a every, trophy every kid should get a trophy yeah 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 look i get the bullying thing but if you took the likes away i can still comment and be like hi you ugly shit yeah there's no they can't stop that they, uh, i think they kick 50 off of ig okay well come on because he was bullying he's the biggest real. bully oh. <laughs> he was bullying but anyways yeah um <sighs> It like likes don't. I mean, they matter to the people. If that's how they make their ends meet, then those likes but matter. But some some people, you know, they have they they use that as like metrics as well. They right. need to know 
what kind of things like, especially influencers, because some people make their money on Instagram. Right. So like, or if I'm testing a product out, like say I made a candle, right? And I'm like, I have a picture of the candle, and like, hey, I got this candle. It comes with this nice little stand. I have a picture of it. Um, I want to see how it responds. If I don't know who's liking it, how do I know yeah, how the market? Your demographic. Going? And, you ha- yeah. It's it's important. You need to know mm-hmm. these things. Like. Social media made that a power. Now you can't take it away. Right. It's um, too much power, I guess. But yeah, but you need those things. It's a metric thing. Yeah. Um, but for small businesses, for real, or those people that are influencers, models, they need all that stuff. Yeah. That's they need a fact. all that stuff. That's a fact. You're messing with people's money at that point. I don't do, like if it didn't mess with people's money, it probably wouldn't matter. But this is, that's a definitely important part of your. I guess I, I, I care, <clears throat> but I, I see both sides, so I'm, I don't know how I really feel about it until if they put it into effect, then I'll probably be able to gauge better how I would feel about it. But until then, I see both sides. I can make an argument for both sides why we need likes and why we wouldn't need likes. But right now, like, but you can't – when people are watching your story on IG, yes, you can see how many people viewed your story, but it's really interaction. Like – um. My friend's moms check on me via IG videos. You know what I'm saying, right? Like, and it just, that just means I looked at it. it doesn't mean I yeah actually even paid it. attention yeah. to it. Yeah, ex- mm-hmm. exactly. Like because um, that that is one thing I like about the music algorithms is they they only accept accounted as a play if at least eighty percent was played. Right. So then you're like, okay, well at least they engage with it for eighty percent of the song. Right. So, um, you don't that, know. How that, long. That's why songs are becoming shorter and shorter. Yes. Yeah. I'm. Well, I'll talk about that later. But anyways, um, yeah, that I mean, it's interesting. I um, like I said, I want to see. I want to see how it actually go. If they actually take it away, I want to see the. I want to see the damage. I don't want to like think about what could be. Yeah, I just want to see if they do it. I want to see what they replace it with. What what is the op? You just taking them away? So there's we're just looking at pictures now. Yeah. So it's basically Pinterest. Well, they're still going to allow you to like it. But say you're scrolling down your timeline, you just can't see that 3,000 people liked it. Mm. You'll just like it or not and keep scrolling. That's the So it idea. takes away the open analytic of it. Yeah. Okay. Which so if, the pro- if I'm selling this drink, mm-hmm. right, and I'll still know who's engaging with the drink because I'll be able to see the likes. But I... You couldn't influence somebody else to like the drink because they wouldn't know if you liked it or not. You know what I'm saying? That still affects things, though. It does, but in my mind, I think that's that's clear and cut. Make your own decision. That that's what that means to me. Yeah. Because if uh, if a kid sees that thirty thousand people liked a video of little trapper rapper and he got guns in the video or whatever. And he see that all his friends or people he wants to be his friends like that picture, and he's they're into that, then he's gonna buy into that to try to fit in. But if you can't see that all your little peers liked it, you make your own decision. Like, you know, I don't that's not a good image for me. Or that that doesn't fit into what I do. And you scroll down a little bit and you see a Harry Potter post. You're like, that's more my speed. Like. You know what I'm saying? I think it takes away the influence of influencing other people 
which I'm all for. I want people to make their own decisions. I want people to live with their own decisions as well. So I'm for that. But again, like what you were saying, I also agree with it's going to hurt small businesses. It's going to hurt the IG honeys that, you know, it ain't going to hurt. They still going to get their likes because who ain't going to like, you know what I'm saying? Titties, ass, like who not going to like that? Like thighs, I'm a thigh man now. I figured that out in New Orleans. <laughs> I figured that out in New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, yeah, titties and ass is nice, but if the proportions ain't right, like you got to, you got to have some strong legs to carry all that ass. You know what I'm saying? And thighs is what do it. I like a thigh, man. I'm like a thigh, thigh, breast, butt. It don't matter. Okay. But anyways, yeah, like I said, I see both sides, so I ain't, I ain't doing no tripping, man. Let's just see what happens. Um, there's a lot. This uh, I don't know where I want to go after this, so we'll just put a pause on my um, things, and we can talk about our week for a little bit. Because um, one thing that I did on my way, well, for y'all who don't know, I, I just got back from New Orleans, which I still I'm not ready to talk about that yet. <laughs> but one thing I was, you know, trying to keep my mind occupied on the trip, um, so I was watching videos, you know, YouTube, whatever. And I um, stumbled upon this uh, show that Variety does called Actors on Actors. I didn't stumble upon it. It was just on my feed, I guess, because I watched so much shit with Shia LaBeouf in it that um, they were like, check this out, which is, I don't like that either. But anyways, um, so I watched it. It was with uh, Shia LaBeouf uh, and Kristen Stewart, uh, the chick that was in Twilight. If you, if you don't know in this new charlie's angels movie that i guess we got to talk about we but don't, uh we don't need to talk about well I, I do want to do a compare and contrast like we did in the car like okay one and two versus this but anyways um so yeah this actors on actor show is just you know two actors that you probably could see together like brad pitt was with adam sandler picture that you know what i'm saying like uh i wouldn't to sit there and have an intimate conversation about comedy and like dramas and all that, but they did, which it was really good. But Shia LaBeouf is like, if you don't know me, you know, Shia LaBeouf's my like spirit animal and I really appreciate him. I love him. I think he's like the coolest white guy next to Dalton. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, we were supposed to go see Honey Boy Thursday. And I hadn't made up my mind if I was going to New Orleans or not. So this all kind of worked because I still got to see Shia. You know what I'm saying? With actors are actors. And yeah. you actually saw the movie, Honey Boy. Yeah, we got advanced screen tickets. Yeah. Yes. I got my tickets, but again, I left for New Orleans Thursday. So I, there would be there would have not I, have been a way for we, me. He got them before he knew, confirmed the trip yeah, was happening. Yeah. So, I had to send them to him. And I was like, yo. Yeah. Sign in right here. Get these tickets. I know you want to go see it. Yeah, that's a fact. So, how was the movie though? It was great. Uh, yeah. Um, like, what would you like rank it? Like, of one to five, like five being the best, one being the worst. Of one out of five shias. Let's do that scale. One out of five shias. Um, <laughs> okay. No, let's see. Um, uh, Man, it's it's a hard movie to rate because it's his life, right? right? Um, so I can't make light of his life. And then the way, because a, a, a woman directed it. Mm -hmm. So 
and the way she shot the movie was like very engaging. Also, like eh, she used a lot of colors and like um, just because it wasn't in, in that many locations, really. Um, Her name is Alma uh, Hyrell. I can't pronounce it. Yeah, it's Alma. Mm-hmm. She's a redhead. Yeah, um, beautiful woman. So here, here, I'll, I'll probably have to think about this for a second, but basically, the movie—if you don't know what it is. Shia LaBeouf went to rehab a couple years ago after his like third drunken escapade where he uh, was yelling at cops in the car mm-hmm. <laughs> telling them like, you don't know who the fuck I am and shit. Um, he had to go to rehab court ordered. So if he didn't do it, he would be in jail. So as part of his rehab process, he had to talk to a therapist and she made him basically write a script about his life. That was his, his assignment and rehab um, to kind of get out, get out all the repressed feelings that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie is literally the script he wrote and it shows him writing the script in the movie. So it start it's, it goes about to him being an adult to being a kid. Now the adult part is when he was in rehab. So that's the part of his life that shows him as an adult. Mm-hmm. And then the kid is like even Steven's age. Right. For Disney. Um, his name is Otis in the movie. It's not Shia, mm-hmm. but he plays his dad in the movie. So Shia LaBeouf plays his own dad. So the movie is written by Shia LaBeouf, directed by this woman, and then Shia LaBeouf stars as his dad as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of the time, he's a, he's a kid in the movie. It's mostly about the kid version of himself. Uh, but when it bounces to present day, it's him in like therapy and at rehab, uh, dealing with these memories that are coming out by writing this story. Uh, and it's, it's very, it's very real. Cause it's, you know, um, he took all the memories of his dad and put it to movie. And like, he didn't hold nothing back, um, uh, about his father. Um, and he told his dad he was making this movie and he, dad, his dad didn't want him to play right. his, him. Right. Like, he was like, don't, don't play me. Right. Um, so we had to make, he, he said, told him Mel Gibson. Yeah, he said yeah. somebody else was playing him, but he really ended up playing him. And uh, I think it worked really well for the aspect that he he can he remembers those moments, right. and then he can, you know, kind of tell it how it felt. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of heartbreaking stuff in it. Um, you kind of see where some of the things that he was going through uh, come out of him um, with his father. Um. <clears throat> And the whole reason that he didn't live with his mother instead of, you know, uh, instead uh, was the acting thing, but also, like, he really just wanted his dad to just accept him and be there for him as a father. That's really what he wanted. Uh, a lot of kids a lot of kids want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Our dads are I'll, supposed to be. A lot of this shit's very real. So Superheroes. I will give it a five out of five just for the fact that it's a real story, and he... I know this movie was like hard to make for him. Right. Like I, it couldn't have been easy to do that. Right. To relive these moments um, and be his father. Even letting his parents see it and how yeah. he viewed them. Yeah. Um, yeah. His mom's not actually in the movie. All you do is hear her voice. Okay. It's, it's mainly about the bond between him and his father. Right. Um, and how that led him to where he's at today. And then kind of his acceptance and forgiveness. His of mom it. is the uh, redheaded chick from... Uh, Orange is the new black. Yes. Yeah. I like her too. 
She's cool. I'm sorry if I go there. But uh, yeah, so it's uh, it definitely is. It's like I said, like if, if you watch it, you'll see what I'm talking about the directing style. Like it's very unique the way she does the shots. Some shots, there's no words. It's just like them kind of sitting hmm. in silence and like subtle stuff. Like you notice where you said you noticed from the trailer where he tries to lay his head on his dad's back and mm-hmm. his his dad knocks his head back to not lay on me. Right. Um, and then he tries to hold his dad's hand in public. They hold it. He holds his hand for a while, but once they get um, visible to other people, he lets go of the hand. Um, his dad didn't abuse him though, right? Like whoopings, beatings. No, he hit him. Oh, okay. Okay. He does hit him. Um, he berates him. Um, what what does berate? <laughs> like insults. Like, oh, okay. Um, okay. Okay. Like in in its moments, because it's weird. Because you you want like it, sometimes you're like, oh, he he might just be harder because he wants him to succeed. That's where you you want so bad, right? But did you see like, nah, this dude's like really has his own problems that he's dealing with. And he's and he jealous. Doesn't, he he's, doesn't give a shit. He's right? jealous of. He's jealous. He's yeah. has a jealous of his son. Because there's a part where he's like. Why do you think I'm here? Because I, your mom always tells you she's tr- she gets a job because she wants a plan B. She doesn't believe in you. I believe in you. I'm here because I I, I think you're a winner. And right. like so, you're like, oh okay, cool. He yeah. just wants to push him, right? Because there's part where he teaches him how to juggle, and he says if you drop it, you got to do ten pushups. I'm like okay, that's some father shit. Um, but that's kind of where the buck stops because then it, he you realize like this dude just doesn't give a fuck, right? Because anytime, uh. Otis, quote unquote, tries to say like, "Dad, I don't like the way you're treating me." He shuts him down and like smacks him in the head and like, "I don't like the way you're talking to me." Right? Like, you don't talk to me that way. Like, Your father. Uh, and then he had a, he had like a mentor, uh, basically from the, the big brother, big sister program. Uh-huh. He had a big brother thing, um, who he take him like Dodgers games and shit. And then um, his dad was like, "Yo, I want to meet this guy." And then he was like, I can't bring him over. You're going to be on that bullshit. Right. And then he brings him over there and he's on that bullshit. <laughs> right. So it's stuff like that. Um, so it's just mu- just much about his father as it, about, as it is about him. As right. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I, I definitely recommend it. It'll be out nationwide, I think, 22nd. So just keep on a look at it. It was only in select theaters for screenings. So I saw it early. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely recommend it. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to see. I don't care what is going on that day. I'm going to go see that movie. Um, As I stated a few times already, I just got back from New Orleans (laughs) yesterday. Um, I went down there with my brother and his wife, Elise. Uh, Her birthday was this past Tuesday and um, wanted to go turn up, you know, her and her uh, cousins and her uh, sister as well. And... um, Honestly, it was it was an experience, obviously, because I've never been to New Orleans. But um, I was just sitting back and watching because I don't really know these people. You know what I'm saying? But they're cool. They're welcoming. They're warm. They laughed. They joked with me like they knew me forever and everything. But um, I was just trying to watch them, bro, and see how they acted. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I know me already. I know what I can and can't do. But it was just cool to see my brother um in another element that wasn't ours you know like when we're around our family and how we act 
versus when he's around his wife's family and everything. So that was really dope to see. Um, I definitely, definitely made me respect their marriage more. Not to say that I didn't already. But you have new appreciation. I have a new appreciation for mm-hmm. it because she, um, uh, she's like the mom of the group, nurturer, like, let's one foot in front of the other or whatever. But I know y'all don't want to hear all that deep cinema shit. I want to hear the bullshit. So let me give it the bullshit. <laughs> first thing I do when I get to, we stopped in Baton Rouge first. Yeah. First thing I do, get out the car, greet uh, her friend Derek and his sister, Miranda, if I'm not mistaken. Both very cool people. I fuck with them heavy. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely drink with them anytime. Um they made spaghetti with Italian sausages and stuff. Like they was, okay. they, they brought out all the stops, you know, because we were coming. So I was like, all right, so what's what, what's, what's the, the word? What, what's the drink in this <laughs> yeah. motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? So he brings out the 151. Now Bacardi makes this 151. Is um it's rum, and um there's a big ass label on the back that's like, yo, there's a flame retardant thing on here. Do not take this off, like. <laughs> If you take this off and you're around any type of flammable shit, you will catch something on fire. Ah, shit. Um, It's 75.5% alcohol. Now, when you hear this, you're thinking, who would drink this? Why why would you know? But I'm going to be honest. I'm in New Orleans. They drink. There's fucking liquor in the Walmart, liquor in the gas station, like liquors, daiquiri shops, like everywhere. So it's like, yes. I'm, I, I had to. I had to show off. I had to sh- <laughs> let them know, like, yo, I, 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 I'm not no punk. I'm not no pussy. You know what I'm saying? I'm drinking this shit straight. No chaser. No water. No nothing. So he broke out the tequila as well. Good tequila, smooth. Little, <laughs> little salt and lime mix in there, like already. And um, that was smooth. Whatever. I was like, I don't want that shit though. I want. I want that. You know what I'm saying? So. We opened it. Mind you, bottle had not been cracked yet. We opened that bottle that night. <sighs> Took Ooh. first shot. Mm-hmm. When I tell you everything in me literally was on fire, like my lips, my teeth. You only think you can feel your, your teeth. teeth. My gums, my tongue, my chest. Like it hurt, but... It got the goddamn job done. So I took about four or five shots. <laughs> went, we all changed, or I changed, um, and we went to karaoke out there. And um, it was fun, little intimate setting. Um, they got these little test tube-type drinks that they make out there. Yeah. Just knocking them hoes back. Mm. Red, white, and blue, like hen, they put hen, they put all types of shit in there, <laughs> knocking them hoes back. So, you know, we drove around, went to a couple other places, got drinks or whatever. Went to this place called Insomnia Cookie Cookies. I don't Delicious. Know if you heard of, I Delicious. didn't get any, but um, I heard they were good. Hell yeah! And um, went back home. That's 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 Thursday, okay? Baton Rouge Thursday, Friday. Um, is when the rest of the crew came because me and my brother and his wife, we went and then the rest of her her crew came the next day. We all met up at Derek's house. Shout out to Derek again. And we all hopped back in the car, stopped at Walmart. And this is when my mind got blown. We're walking around Walmart. 
getting snacks, whatever, minuscule things. And um, I get to the front of the front of the front counter and I see nothing but liquor as far as the eye could see. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yo, like this review right now. <laughs> this is amazing. It was cheaper. It was it was just like. Wow, I don't even know what to get. Like, should I get Jameson? Should I get Jack? Should I get Hennessy? Should I get Bombay? Like, should I get uh, Patron? I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get the Bombay. Reason why I got the Bombay is because I know a lot of people don't fuck with gin. And I and I knew if they drank it, like, they're going to like be fucked up. My whole thing was like, everybody need to be fucked up the whole time. Everybody <laughs> needs to have fun. You know what I'm saying? So, bought the Bombay. They bought vodka. Ugh. Yeah. And, um... I was telling the lady, I was like, yeah, I'm from Texas. Um, we don't do this. <laughs> this is all new. She looked at me like I told her God wasn't real, bro. <laughs> she was like, y'all don't sell liquor in y'all's Walmart or gas station or nothing? I was like, no, ma'am. Not at well, all. Not here. It's yeah. Dry, dry County. Well, yeah. It's the, not all Texas, but. The Bible Belt and shit as well. Yeah. Like this, you know, so. Um, she was like, wow, blah, blah, blah. And I was <laughs> wow. just like, uh, yeah, uh, bought the liquor or whatever. My, like I said, it was cheaper. And uh, what you looking for? The gummies. Oh. And, um, Did you leave them in the car? No, I got them. I wanted to try those. I also brought an incense, but I didn't know if I could light it. Oh, my bad. If you would feel comfortable with me lighting it in here. What? Like uh, incense. You going to light it right now? I mean, I wanted to set the set the ambiance. It's for uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Real talk. It's for it's for like uh, relaxation. You could you could tur- you could do it if you want. Okay. I don't care. I'm gonna light it. But um, I'm gonna actually prepare that now. But anyways, <laughs> so stopped at the Walmart, got to New Orleans. Now I'm I'm sorry I'm retarded. Like in my, I thought I was gonna see like the. You know the little jazz bands walking down the streets <laughs> playing when the Saints go marching in. Oh I thought God. I was gonna see that. I was like, okay, this is normal behavior. I think we were in the gentrified part of New Orleans. Uh, I mean, we were like a few blocks over from Bourbon, but yeah. this is the little area that was like all the hotels and shit. So, got to our room. For the life of me, I cannot remember what we did after we got to the room. I think everybody showered, got ready. And we went to this restaurant. I cannot remember the name of the restaurant. Next episode, I will figure it out. Um, got to the restaurant. Now, they have this drink on the menu called uh, Bow Wow. Okay. It's ten, uh, air quotes, 10 shots of rum in this drink. I'm going to Google this shit. Give me a second. I want to just make sure I, I heard everything. New Orleans. Bow wow. Yeah, here it go. Give me a second, y'all. Stick with me. All right. Strongest drink in all of NOLA, the Bow Wow. If you finish one drink, they <laughs> they bless you. Hold on. I'm sorry. It's loaded. Uh, come on. It's on Yelp. I'm finna write a review about this. Bow wow. Mm. You're gonna write a review? Yeah, this shit loading. Like, what the fuck? I'm talking about I'm writing a review on Yelp about Yelp. Oh. Okay. Um, strongest drink at all of Nola, the Bow Wow. If you finish one drink, they bless you with half off, I guess is what they were gonna say. Um, but anyways, it's supposed to be 10 
It's supposed to be tinge. It was oh yeah, Neo's. That's what that restaurant's called, Neo's uh, Creole Cafe. Mm. Um, I'm trying to get like the Malibu rum, hundred calories. But anyways, it's supposed to be ten shots of rum. We all looked at the lady, the bartender, pouring, like fisting two bottles of rum. And just pouring it into these cups. Like, no regard. It don't look like she was counting. Maybe she was counting her head. But as far as I could tell, she was just she was just dropping it off in there. So, like I said, if you finish this drink, um, you will get the second one half off. The young lady I was sitting next to, her name was um, Faith. I hope she didn't lose it that night. Because she <laughs> she finished all that shit, bro. Like she was the first one done. Like we were all still kind of like babysitting our shit. She was done. She was like, okay, I'm ready for my second one. I was like, oh, what? Shit. So she started drinking her second one. Mm -hmm. And everybody finished theirs. I'm still like playing with mine though. Cause like it's a fruity drink. Like I didn't want to down it like crazy. So um I finished it, and Faith was like, yo, just take the rest of mine. Uh, we finna go back to the room, change, and then we're going to go to bourbon. So I was like, okay, bet, whatever. Took the rest of hers to go because you can leave establishments there with liquor in your hand. You just can't have, like, an open – you can't drive with an open container, but you can walk anywhere with, like, liquor in your hand, which ah, – I love that. I want to move to New Orleans. Let's move to New Orleans. Let's go. Don't nod at me. I'm not going to. But <laughs> um, I'm for you going, man. Do your thing. But, um, yeah, Bourbon Street. Okay, now Bourbon Street is like our deep Ellum, probably Austin 6th Street, 6th Street. No? What? What? Why you make that face? Because there was only one watermelon in here. Uh, uh, dogs eating these hot chews They're new Sweet and sour Now they put one watermelon flavor in there Wow I tried all three flavors to try them Okay How was the grapefruit? Not bad It's uh kind of like pink lemonade <clears throat> Interesting Okay Um, Bourbon Street First time there Of course I was wild A lot of beautiful women A lot of beautiful um, women uh, <laughs> uh, uh, No No uh, very fat. I was telling Dalton like very fashionable people out there. Like I was really impressed by that more than anything. Didn't see any fights. Saw the aftermath of one, mm. but I didn't see um, like any physical altercations. You know, people there just to have a good time. Um, the hand grenades or these drinks they have out there. Uh, they want. You to double fist those as well. You have to double fist hand grenades. Um, nobody knows what, what they make them with. They 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 get the job done. Saw people walk around with literal fish bowls, like mm -hmm. literally yep. in a fish bowl. Excuse me, which I ain't never seen no shit like that. Of course, I saw some white women show the show the boobs for the be beads, and uh, that was interesting. Uh, <laughs> I turned my head because I didn't know if that was like the right thing to do. Like, should I look at them or not? <laughs> I, was just, I got a quick glance. <laughs> I got a quick glance and I and I kept it moving. But um, definitely um, an experience. 
I'm not gonna lie, I'm not into like uh seafood and all that, so I really didn't eat that much out there. Um I asked one rest I asked Neos if they had chicken strips and um I can't remember what the guy told me. But anyways, g- great time. Um I really enjoyed myself. I definitely would go back. Um went to a gumbo fest the next day. Um a lot of live music, a lot of kids beating on the buckets with the with the drumsticks. It was a it was a it was a swell time. <laughs> it's a swell time. Yeah, I really enjoyed myself. Oh, so there was like this running joke because Erica, shout out to Erica, Erica to not Erica, fuck Ebony. Um, Ebony is my nigga, like. I wore, you know how I get like, I, I wear the suit, I throw on the turtleneck. She start, the first thing she started doing, they all called me pastor that whole day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, um, which I appreciated because I never had a nickname before. So, um, Brother Chris. Yeah. I was just saying, pastor, pastor. But um, she got, she roasted me like immediately. I got the shower. I'm thinking I look like Will Smith, Bad Boys 2. He throw on you feel the they bro got on my bitch ass. Where are you going? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, uh, yeah, I feel uncomfortable. I'm going to change. But um, she fell down the stairs, uh, leaving her apartment, and she like her ankle got swollen. I'm sorry, I'm telling this story, but there's a point to it. So we all took a shot when they first got into Baton Rouge their first night or first day. So um. The running joke was like, know your steps the whole night or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, know your steps because she missed a step, which is why she fell or whatever. So, we was like, if we get drunk, we got to know our steps so we won't fall and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, but anyways, I, like I said, I had a I had a real good time and uh, I can't wait to go back. I really do. This, this trip taught me about pace, pacing myself. Mm. Which I never done before, and knowing oh, I'm aware that I need to do it. <laughs> yes, in order to survive, know your steps. That know your steps, know your steps. That'll be the name of this episode, by the way. Yes. Also, by the way, um, since Chris got back late last night, uh-huh. uh, we're recording on Monday, right. and we're gonna release it right after we're done. So yes. this is like live and direct from Monday. It'll be out literally once we're done. Yes. So if you get it on your feed, you're like, what? Why did it come out? It's that's why. November eighteenth is today. Yes. Um. So, my birthday's in ten days. Thanksgiving day. Um. Since today is November eighteenth, I thought we'd talk about Drake a little bit. What? Well, I'm I know it happened it. last week, but we didn't do the pod Sunday, so you're a day late. But I do want to talk about it. I want to. I got all. Th- I got both. I got the fans' perspective, Tyler's perspective, and Drake's perspective. Sure. Now I want to run through run through all three, and you tell me who you feel like. Okay, match it up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I I read the Tyler stuff, so he was he was very funny. Well, I, well, okay. The fans, you have to know who's who. The fans thought the question marks on. Okay, Tyler has this festival every year. Yeah. Camp Flognog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last year, um, it's always a huge event. It's always like, it's a huge. carnival. It's a carnival. It's dope. So um, last year, Kissy goes, Pusha T, like, you know. People thought Frank Ocean was going to come. Yeah, people thought Frank Ocean was going to be at the show, but it ended up being Drake as Tyler's special guest. And Drake, if 
Drake is I know we all have our little niche artists that we feel like are the best or the biggest, but Drake is like without a question. Drake like is huge. The biggest artist in music right now. I think if Adele or Beyonce dropped, we have a different conversation, but right now it's Drake. Yeah, it's Drake. It's Drake. <laughs> okay, so he got booed. Some people in the front rows booed Drake. They thought it was going to be Frank. I don't think he was not killing his set because he was performing Feel No Ways and everybody likes Feel yeah, No Ways. Yeah, it, it wasn't that. It was definitely the... Uh... The expectations of it being somebody else and it wasn't. So... Boy, did Twitter have a field day with this though? Had a field day. Okay, so... Tyler basically said like, yo... I'm embarrassed by my fans, but at the same time, I understand y'all thought that somebody else was going to be there, but do better next time. I mean, they created a narrative in their own mind, though. It's yeah. Weird. Yeah. I don't know why people thought it was going to be Frank Ocean, because I feel like... I, well, that motherfucker see, only services every four months. But at the same time, that's not Drake's... Like... Fan base. Fan base, either. I mm -hmm. know he was doing it as a favor to Tyler. Yeah, that's his boy. But I still, because you, you think about like Pusha T did a song with Tyler like a long time ago, That Trouble mm -hmm. on My Mind. Mm -hmm. And the type of music Tyler makes, Pusha T fits in that world, Kanye fits in that world, Kid Cudi. Uh, Kid Cudi fits. So like seeing them out there, that's like, Forget about it. Like, that's the Justice League or whatever. But that's why I think it's a surprise guest. Like, yeah, yo, like, like you're not going to believe who I got. Yeah, because, like, like, he's not even in our realm of yeah, what that, we do. Yeah, this is like. Yeah. So. He could buy this carnival right now. Yeah. He, yeah, he could. <laughs> exactly. And um, so I get it. But, I all like, since this happened, I always wondered why Drake never dove into that. Um mm. Because you know, as we all know, he started off sounding like Fonte. Like Drake more, is very smart. More boom back beats, more mm -hmm. so and then after that he evolved and he started doing his little chameleon rap where he would do the Migos, do Lil Baby, do whoever's like the thing about to blow at that time. So he got not only his crowd bringing his crowd to their shit, but their crowd to him. But he's never done that for this little, you know, uh -huh. little. And I and I I just started thinking about why he didn't. Do you think he doesn't think that market is big enough? Like, what do you what, like? Do you have an idea why he wouldn't like I uh, cater to that? Like crowd? I said, Jake, Drake is very smart. Mm -hmm. I think he he just goes where the money's at. Like, okay, he 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 does what works, right? And he'll stick to what it works, right? And then if he sees something else works. Okay, I'll, I'll try to dabble a little bit in that. Because um, he can kind of fit in anywhere. Like, because this motherfucker's paid, right? So, yeah. I mean, if you just, I, I think it's just um, also the fan, Tyler's fan base is a different fan base, too. Um, I, I know you saw the post of like, these are the people saying this is like white dudes in vans with a, with a hat on, right? Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah, that was killing like the little. Yeah, this is basically what the fans look like that, yeah. that are at this festival. Um, and that's just a small amount of people as well. Like, Because right. I, I I love Tyler Crater, uh -huh. and I would have definitely been like, yo, Drake's here? What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. You should have got to pay $200 for this shit, right? right. Like, so, nah, I mean, um, I think it was the wrong setting. Also, the I think the, that whole buildup for Frank Ocean coming, and then it was Drake 
they probably was like, oh, they 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 probably they that fan base probably feels like they're real hip hop fans. Yeah. Um. Now, it I can't say I can say you don't have to like any artists that you don't like. That's fine. Like I can't tell you who to like and who not to like. Right. If you really don't like Drake, fine. I don't like some of Drake's songs. I've said this before. Right. But I would never say Drake's a whack artist. Never. Because it's not true. Exactly. And I, I've, I've already discussed these things, but he's huge. But I think um, this was a favor, right? Yeah. He, Tyler was like, yo, you want to come? He's like, sure, I'll fucking go. Why not? Um, but, you know, uh, I think he does stuff that he knows will get him kind of bread. And, right. This, and, and bigger. Yeah. So, he, I mean, he pops up at other people's shows, but the people's shows he pops up at, are the ones he's collaborated with. And right. then like, um, his fans would be like, yo, what the fuck? Like him popping up at young thug concert. Right. No problem. Right. Him popping up at a, a meat meal concert now. No problem. J Cole concert. No problem. Right. So it, I think it was, it was just a little out of, out of the box his character. Yeah. But it was a favor. So I thought that's what I thought it was cool because right. I was like, yo, I would never in a million years thought this would even been a mismatch. Cause I know they talk, and they've had discussions and stuff, but they never really worked together mm-hmm. on that capacity. They're just like literal like fans of each other. Yeah, you're my man's like. Right. Um, and you don't just be. And if you're fans of each other, you don't have to collaborate. It's not a requirement. Right. You can you can be over here doing your own thing. So I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, I don't think he did anything wrong. Um, he he. Uh, you know that, that that's my time. Thank and you I don't. For having and me. I don't want to say the fans technically did anything wrong, but right. I think booing was the wrong move just cause like you, all you had to do was like, Oh man, well it's, if you don't like Drake, okay, but you can go walk the festival. Yeah. Do something else, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause I'm sure there, I'm sure there was people there that were definitely like, yo, this is tight. Cause I saw some people like, yo, I was there. I was excited, but the booze kind of ruined it for me. Right. Um, and you know, he handled it like a professional. Yeah. I will say like, Drake is a true professional for that. Cause he was like, I right, well, I'm out of here. Right. And he didn't bash nobody on the internet. No, nope. he made that joke. where like, yo, he, I just got the phone with Tyler. I'm in, I'm in the flog now for 10 more years. Yeah. So y'all 30. Yeah. yeah so uh, he said it was a humbling experience and, um, I mean, anybody can get it right. Yeah. You know, yeah, but you don't, you just don't expect Drake to get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I, if like, I never, like I would never expect to hear Jay-Z get booed. And like, if you brought, if I were to, he might get booed. <laughs> Cause all this cap shit. He didn't say anything though. Yeah, he didn't. That was it. Was double XL, bro? Come on, don't listen to these motherfuckers. No, I don't. But I mean, it's just the people are looking past that. Yeah, but I'm saying the music because of the hate. Look, people hated Kanye. They but he popped up at a concert. People lose their mind. Oh yeah, at uh, Astro World. Yeah, and nobody then knew he was coming. He popped up at Gallery Mall in Houston before he went to the church thing. People were like, oh my gosh, Kanye. Yeah, and they just like last week they were tweeting. Anyway. Um, I, there's a certain people you're like, yo, I know if like they brought, like I, I didn't expect this person to be here right. and they pop up. I'll be like, holy shit. Right. Like, so yeah, that, I mean, it's a free bonus. You didn't pay them to yeah. come. They, they just come in because they either in the area or whatever. Right. Um, it's weird though. It's odd. He has the incense burning now, by the way. <laughs> yes. My incense is burning is for uh, relaxation and, uh, it smells good. This shit works. <laughs> Anyways. Um, What's it called? Uh, I got it at um, Earthbound. Yes. What's yeah. it called? The incense, they're, they're the incense that they, they make. 
Mm-hmm. So they just have names on them, like ones relaxations, ones from oh, it's just, just relaxation, meditation. Okay, excellent deal too. Um, thirty thirty incense for three dollars or Ooh. eight for a hundred. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I almost oh. did that hundred joint, Shit. but I didn't feel like counting out ten, 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 ten. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, Dre said it was a moment of humili- humility, and um, it just wasn't his night. <laughs> and that's dope for him to be like that. So, um, more power to him, I guess. Um, speaking of Kanye, did you? That, why am I? What, what day? What's today? The eighteenth, Monday. Oh, okay. So last week, yeah, I have a bunch of shit from last week, but um, uh, did you see that whole little Summer Walker thing with the um, backstage experience? What is that shit called? Like meet and greet? Yeah, we talked about this though. Not the meet and greet, did we? Yeah, we did. With with because we talked about her being shy when the chick was like, "Oh, she only saw me like five minutes." Nah, bro, I don't think we talked about that. Okay. Did, did we? I yeah. know we talked about her, mm-hmm. but I thought it was because of her and old boy breaking up or whatever. Yeah, but we brought up all that stuff. But uh, we could talk about it again. Uh, and then her talk about she she's an empath and she can when she touches somebody, she can feel their emotions. Yeah. So it overwhelms her when she touches people. Uh-huh. And then also uh, she had like a seance, uh, like altar. And, and people was like... She's a witch and yeah. don't to her and like... Um, that's one thing Alex, of all people, my brother told me um, when we went, they had a little voodoo shop on uh, in, uh, on Bourbon. He told you not to fuck with that black magic? No, he said <laughs> not all voodoo is bad voodoo. It's about your attentions with the voodoo. Correct. Like, yes. Yeah, it's like good witches and bad witches. Like Harry Potter's a good witch. Malfoy he's was not, a bad a, witch. He's a wizard. Wizard, witches are female. Hermione was a good witch. There you go. And um, that crazy looking chick was a bad witch. I can't. I can't call her. Bellatrix, right Bellatrix Lestrange. Yeah, that, yeah. I know you know. Shelby would kick your ass if you didn't. I knew know. that before. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I fucked with Harry Potter. I fucked with Harry Potter too. I don't remember everybody's name. We though. both Hufflepuff in this bitch. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's a fact. Did you, you didn't take your test, right? No, I didn't. Okay, I think you'd be either a Slytherin or uh, you might be a Gryffindor too, though. Uh, of course, I'm Gryffindor because you're gonna try to be a hero for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Was Jonathan had a wild ass dream about some shit that we ain't gotta talk about. Yeah, I don't wanna hear it. But no, it, it's it's wild <laughs> off as fuck. Air, off air. Yeah, it's definitely something off air. But um <laughs> fuck. What what I did do what? Um I read everybody's life number on our trip. <laughs> everybody. So everybody on the trip with you, you gotta pull up their life number. Yeah. Um Saw a bunch of new ones that I didn't see. I did Ridges last night. What is Ridge? He's an eight. Because me and you are the same. Powerhouse. Yeah, we're both fours. And I didn't realize that I, I, I didn't put two or two together till after the fact. I was like, bro, I'm the fourth child as well. Oh. That's, oh. yeah, don't do that. Because I really feel like <laughs> that should be something, bro. All right. But, um, oh. yeah. Um, I think. I can't. Alex was a two. I think Alex was a two. My birthday is four days away from December. Oh, shit. When's your birthday? The 28th. Which is in how many more days? But see, no, it's 
29th, 31st, December 1st. What you what like? What are you trying to connect? Because you said I'm a four, so yeah. I was I was trying to put connections with my shit. Because I'm I an thought, old child. I thought about that. I was like, how does four connect with Dalton? But I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't think of that. I couldn't think of it. I, I thought I did think about it though. I really did. Oh my god. But um, you know, you know get yes. It if you're into that stuff, I'm a four. Chris is a four. I'm a four as well. Yes. Um, where we at on the time? We're a minute away from an hour, or 59 minutes. I'm running out of things to talk about. <laughs> I'm really right. not, no. I'm not. I'm really not. But yeah, I didn't know if we wanted. You want to get in? The, you want to? You want to? You want to hop on this whole Kaepernick thing right Might now? Might as well. Oh, I actually want to. I don't know. Disney owns ESPN, correct? Yes. So can we play clips from ESPN? Like, will they like flag us? Yeah, you can. You. It's already uh, out there. You can do it. It's okay. free. Free reign there. Okay. There's no copyright on clips. Well. I just want to play a part of this Stephen A. Smith clip that he did. This Ooh. is post. This is about the Knicks. Did you hear his Knicks rant yes. last week? Yes. This has to be Kanye level rant. I never like, bro. This that boy was hot. This is the type of energy I need. So you gonna play life. this one and then the cap one, or you want me? To, yeah, I uh, mean, what are you, are you just gonna play? Oh wait, before we get into all that. Okay, no, we'll we'll get basketball out the way, then we'll go to football. Um, cause I want to talk about the Lakers. I want to talk about Melo going to Portland. Your thought, I want to get your thoughts on that. And I want to get your thoughts on Cam maybe going to the bears. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here's the, I rant. got a lot to say about that, but that was taken out of context by the way, but okay. Oh, I'm embarrassed. Enough showers back beyond does not eradicate the oh. stench that hovers every time. My I don't know why I'm skipping like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it, no, it's funnier that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh shit. <laughs> Boy, it's associated franchise. <laughs> I'm talking uh, about the news. The news. The New York I went embarrassing last night. I really don't. Two know workers wouldn't have wanted to show up at Madison Square Garden. Hold on, fam. Does not eradicate the stain, the stench that hovers over me every time my name is associated with this damn franchise. I'm talking about the New York Knicks. <laughs> the way <he> got quiet. <laughs> the New York Knicks were so embarrassing last night. Sanitation workers wouldn't have wanted to show up at Madison Square Garden. They could take that smell. And ladies and gentlemen, just for the interest of full disclosure, ESPN Radio in New York City is the flagship station for the New York Knicks, and I'm still telling you, they stink! <laughs> Golly. Bruh, I love him, bro. I love Stephen A. Smith, bruh. Like, Even right now? I, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. How you feel about Melo going to the... Uh, Portland. I fucking love it. Okay. I well, fucking love why it. Why do you love it? Just the fact that somebody took Someone it. Someone signed him and that's a great fit. Okay. That is a great fit. I like, feel like it's a great fit too. Absolutely, bro. You got CJ McCollum. Mm hmm. Dame Dame. And then uh, Carmelo. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Be great. Yeah. 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 And he can, and then he, he won't have to play heavy minutes. He can switch out. So perfect. Okay. So LeBron had a really great game last night or the other night, and um, he's having been having great games. Yeah, they're killing Co right now. But Kobe was at this game. So that was last night. The, yeah. yeah. Okay. Last night. Yeah. You know, I had to Kobe. So. They dapped up. You Any, know. Anytime I commit, and he dapped up um, uh, Howard. 
Yeah, they, they hugged. Well, yeah, they hugged. Yeah. They hugged. And that's growth because Kobe hated Dwight. You know what? Back in the day. Have you seen how happy Dwight is right now? Yeah. It's crazy because yeah. he was like. He looked a little. He was he was depressed, bro. Like because he was basically outcasted. Yeah. From from since that time at the yeah, Lakers. But, yeah. And then he's back, and then he's like, I, th- I think the happiest he's ever been. Honestly, yeah, that's great. Uh, probably like before he left the Magic, though. But even probably, then, even then, uh, he had the whole franchise on his yeah, back then. Yeah, I think yeah. th- I think he's having fun again. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's dope. Um, okay, so Thursday night football, you got Cleveland Browns <laughs> versus. Uh, the Steelers, the Ste- uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I didn't know you were gonna talk about this, but okay. well, this is the only, they had the game on, so I didn't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. But who knew, right? Like I was not expecting. Oh, you never expect this type of shit. The quarterback to tussle with, you know, the defensive end. And shout out because he went to Martin High in Arlington, Texas. So shout out to uh, the black dude. I don't know his name, but he went to. He's from Arlington. Miles Garrett. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's from Arlington. So yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. It makes it funnier now. Yeah, like he took his helmet. I'm sure by okay. now everybody's seen it. So you, 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 you know what it is. You still give a little backstory because I don't even know how to put it. I think okay. they've been going back and forth all night. Maybe no. Okay, so this is a rivalry. It's a division okay. rivalry. There's okay. always it's always pretty chippy. But um, what chippy. happened? What happened? Mason was getting sacked a lot, right? right. So right. you know he got he got white boy flustered, right? So he tried something, right? So he got he got tackled. He tried to remove Miles Garrett helmet first, right? To no avail. He couldn't get that bitch off, right? So Miles stood up, big motherfucker, right? He's yeah. took off Mason's helmet in one swoop. Yeah, like I'm talking about one grab, just swoop. Give me that. Mason still wants some of that business yeah. for some reason. Yeah. So Miles swings the helmet. Yeah. It's right in the face with his own helmet. Yeah, right on top of the, the crown of the head. But he caught him with the pads. On the inside of the helmet, which seems like it's hard to do. Now you think about it. This anyways, isn't the worst thing I've seen in the NFL either. No, like, Gronk. They they pulled up that clip of Gronk. Like, I remember that one. He knocked the dude out. But there was one. There was one where this dude stomped on someone's face. He had to get thirteen stitches. But either way, yeah. Boom. Now hits him with the helmet. There's and then him and uh like some Steelers player were tussling. Yeah, they cleared the benches. Everybody got up. Right, trying to break this shit up. Um. I mean, it, it ain't nothing compared to the Detroit Pistons and the Indiana Pacers, oh, yeah, bro. But nah, you know, uh, nah, nah, uh, but it, you know, they had this little tussle, um, and of course, the quarterback playing the victim. Yeah, like white boy privilege. He was like, oh, "I'm not backing down from a bully ever." Yeah, I'm an, um, and then you know, this is this is bush league football. I don't respect that kind of game and all this bullshit. Yeah. Now Miles Garrett has had a problem with penalties for a long time. Uh-huh. He he's had trouble with it. I think he has, he gets emotional, right? Um, what did what he do was right? No, no, of course not. But he sure he he finished what this kid started. Yeah. Um. So, am I mad about him getting suspended? Not at all. But but you should have the same energy for the person. Was, Cause, yeah, because they, they bought together. Because they, they they suspended the Steelers players too. They were fighting. The only person who didn't suspend was the quarterback. Who started all this bullshit? Right, and they're talking about either a six game suspension or or a ten game, which would mean four games next season. Right. Um, do you think that's does the does the punishment fit the crime? Should it be ten games or that's fine? I, I'm 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 not mad at it. Mm-hmm. Um, you just want you want the white boy to get his yeah, because like like I said like um because what if like I know because that's the heat of moment it was fast right but like what if he did like 
hit him so hard his broke his jaw or some like because mm-hmm. he already had a concussion that year mason rudolph has right had. so what if he got another one right he hit him in the top of the head so he could have killed him if that if the there's crap, a lot there's a lot of things yeah there's happen. a lot could have hit him in yeah. the temple whatever yeah, yeah but um so he should be suspended um mm-hmm. but my thing is he gets to come back and play yeah regardless so, he's and, and, yeah. and this will be like yo i need to calm down right i think this will he's young bro he's younger than he's younger than both of us right so <clears throat> He needs give him time to grow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, keep the same energy for the quarterback, um, which probably won't happen now since it's so far no, removed. They're not going to go they're, back and they're not touching that kid, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's white privilege at its finest. Now, um, you said that Cam Newton thing got taken out of context. Yes, it, let's let's break that. I down. I would love to talk about this though. Let's break it I, down because I I have a whole different I have a I have a whole different take on this than I did last week. So, um. I've had some time to think about it. Okay. Um, That's always good. Cool clarity. my jets. Yeah, clarity. But is what he's thing. talking about is uh, a reporter asked Cam if he would play for the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, people took it as he going to. The I want. I want to go to the Bears. Yeah. It's not what happened. They asked, "Yo, if the Bears traded for you, like, or or if they wanted to trade for you, would you go to the Bears?" Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, if they want a quarterback and they trade for me, yes, I'll play for them. If you're traded and they want a quarterback, then yeah, I'll, I'll play. Yeah, no problem. The fuck? That's my job. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I do. Yeah. But they took it out of context being like. He going to the Bears. Like, yeah, he's going to be a Bear. Now, they need a quarterback <laughs> badly. So here's here's what's going on now for me. Um, if if it's it's weird this year because we're we're in the more in the media than we've ever been because uh-huh. Panthers are usually never in the media, Cam's in the media quite a bit, but like the, the team is really never in the media. Uh-huh. But since Christian McCaffrey's having such a good season, um, and then there's all this whole narrative around his backup, the backup quarterback Kyle Allen. I have never seen an organization turn so fast <laughs> from a person. Really, like. And I, I'm seeing, like, I've been seeing it more and more every week. Mm. I think I just want to, like, it's just super weird <clears throat> that Cam's done so much winning for the Panthers and he's done so much for them. You know, MVP season, 15-1, went to the Super Bowl. They lost, but he went, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's done a lot up to that point. He's broken all his records. Um, he's one of the most constant factors of the team. Right. <clears throat> And they, they tried to build around him, but they never could give him a, a good offensive line. They made a run. Because um, if he had a less mobile quarterback, we probably would have had a way worse record every year. Uh-huh. Other than probably 2015, because that team was pretty stacked. But now it's just... Sorry. So <laughs> the team that mismanages in, injury from the previous season, uh-huh. with the shoulder, mm-hmm. um, mismanaged injury, needed surgery. Cool. Now, this season, I already talked about the foot thing. Mm-hmm. Another mismanaged injury, making him play when he shouldn't need to play. Right. Like, we, you know, what does he need to play on the preseason for? He's already shown what he can do. There's nothing to show. Right. Give somebody else some reps out there. <clears throat> um, you think it's conspiracy to sabotage him? I'm not, I'm not thinking it's a conspiracy, but this is what it, what it is, though. Um, this is how fickle this fan base is and how people are. Right. Um, is that, Two games in, this man can't move. He can't do his dual threat that he can. And he, mind you, he's still making like 60% of his passes. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're barely losing these games when he's not mobile. Like, 
Okay. But he's a mobile quarterback. Yeah, but he's not mobile. And we, he, we're barely losing those two games. We lost, we're we 0-2, right? Uh-huh. So then they're like, yo, put him, let's, let's let this foot heal or put the backup in. So then this backup, Kyle Allen, who has been who has been on like a million teams so far because uh-huh. no one wants to keep him. He got, he couldn't even, he got benched in college from his backup. And when he went to U of H, hmm. he got benched because I saw shitty he was in high in, in college. That bench is really potent. Like <laughs> you saying benched like, really man, hard. cause <laughs> this kid pisses me off. Okay. Um, so then he comes in, mm-hmm. he wins a game against Arizona. Okay. Doesn't play a good game, but he beat, they beat Arizona. Okay. Everybody's like, oh, he won a game. We won a game. And Arizona's terrible. Okay. Okay. They're terrible. Okay. okay. Um, then we go to the game I go to uh-huh. against Jacksonville. Okay. Another terrible team. Okay. Right. So he, he wins four games straight is what I'm going to say. Okay. So he wins four games straight. The only game statistically where he was, he threw no interceptions during these four games. That's impressive. Yeah. But his numbers weren't that outstanding. Right. If you look at Christian McCaffrey getting 100 yards every game, and then the defense being having the most sacks and also getting turnovers, it helps a lot. Um, so he's basically a a game manager, as you will. Not he doesn't do anything spectacular. He doesn't run. He also fumbles almost every time he touches the fucking ball. <laughs> this is a white guy. Yeah. Okay. Every time he's tackled, he almost fumbles every single time. All oh, right. he beat Houston. They beat Houston, but um, they. They, I think that's the only game there I could say the team didn't suck was Houston that okay. they won. Um, and what what number game was that? Like three? Four? I think the second one because okay. I kn- I remember it beating Arizona first. Okay. Everybody was like, "Oh shit!" Because that was his, he he's from Arizona, so it was like, "Oh, homecoming and all this shit." Right, right. Um, but he he only had like 172 yard passing yards. That's not good. Okay. Um, but he did enough to win. Right. Because we have Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> so if you didn't have him, this team would be <laughs> who you oh. who'd you tweet about said you hate. Kyle Allen. And this is who we're talking about. This is who we're talking about. So my reason being is because he won that one game and everybody's like, oh, we don't need Cam. He fits better in the system. No, this kid hasn't played, so there's no film on him. Right. You can't prepare for someone who hasn't played. You kind of have to make it up as you go. Right. So then. That's it. That's his. so, So then he wins those four games against mostly shitty teams other than Houston. I mean, they beat Tampa Bay. Houston, Arizona, and Jacksonville. Nothing spectacular. Right. So then we pl- we go to San Francisco, who's undefeated at this point. Uh-huh. They blow us out like 45 to 10. Mm. Like, and they blow us out. This was recent. Yeah, it was like two two or three weeks ago. Okay. Um, blown out. Get killed, right? Mm-hmm. They're, oh, it's just the one game. You know, it's a bad game. Their defense is really good. Like, yeah. Boy, if that was Cam getting beat 45 to 10, yeah. never hear the fucking end of it, right? No, it wouldn't. Then, the next game, we play the Titans. Also suck. So, we be, they beat the Titans. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey goes off that game. He gets like 232 yards. That's He's the, running back? Yeah, that's okay. the white dude, dude that's killing right now. Okay. Um, So, they win that game. Also, another statistically not good game. He also threw like three interceptions in the San Francisco game. Then Green Bay, Then we play Green Bay. In Green Bay, they lose. That Green Bay loses. No, we lose okay. in Green Bay. Okay. And then last week, and then this week, we played the Falcons. Got killed by the Falcons, who have only won two games this year. We lost 
29 to 3. Wow. Couldn't even score a touchdown. Yikes. He threw four interceptions. Three of those came in the first half. He threw one in the end zone. He threw it. <laughs> he gave. A, a, he literally sucks. Like, he, <laughs> he's not a good quarterback. Right. Because they're already, people, like, he has enough film now where people can figure, oh, this kid, he fumbles all the time. All he, you do is yeah. got to pressure him. He's going to fucking lose it. Right. Since he's not a mobile quarterback, once they class the pocket or they get to him, he's like, oh, no. And then he falls down or gets tackled. Like, he doesn't know how to escape routes. He stays right. in the pocket. Right. Yeah. So now there's this, oh, he's a, he's a young quarterback. He'll learn from his mistakes. No. <laughs> But but all these people have turned away from Cam, from Cam because yeah. of this kid beating shitty teams. Oh, yeah. I mean, but they they literally because the whole narrative started with like Kyle Allen winning games. Like, oh, they don't need Cam anymore. They can trade him. They don't need they don't need this kid next year. Uh, are, are we talking about Twitter people? Are we talking like sports and sports? Analysts? Everybody, everybody's been on this this wave. Like, literally, Jesse texted me yesterday and was like, "Yo, they saying that." Kyle Allen's a better fit, and then like he's younger and uh, cheaper, so they should stick build around him. Build around Kyle. He sucks, bro. Yeah, he literally but, sucks. But this is his like rookie. Is, oh no, you say he's been passed around. Yeah, so he's not a rookie or no. anything. Okay, he literally sucks. Um, I did something with this. Um, I get a twelve pack. So I'm I'm I hate this whole thing about it. Like. <laughs> Because now he's been exposed. That's why I said it. said that dude, like, he's a young quarterback. I was like, fuck that. The kid's been exposed. Right. Because he has been exposed. Right. I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't think they'll win another game this year. Mm. And honestly, I hope they don't. (laughs) Right. So they they can feel. I want them to see what the fuck they're missing. Because y'all got so hyped about winning shitty games. I'm with that. That makes sense. And And honestly, I'm at the point where. I want Cam to leave. Really? Because of how disrespected <laughs> he has been in this whole process. You've, yeah. Because I, I want him, because they took the, his joy away from football. Yeah. That should never happen. Right. Like, they took the joy of the game away because they could mismanage his injuries, and he has so much on his plate. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's he's not even going to, he, he's not even at the games now. Oh, Wow. The coach, when they, they asked the coach, he's like, nah, he won't be with us, but he might be in a suite. Like, basically, like, we're done with that. We don't give a fuck about Cam right now. Right. Which is fucking crazy. Especially, so yeah. Th- I'm telling you, that, that coach is going to get fired this year. He will be fired mm. for sure. How long has he coached there? Cam's whole career. Oh, okay. Uh, so, like, nine years. But he's going to get fired. Mm. They'll probably bring a whole new coaching staff in. Mm. Um, they're gonna come crawling back to Cam, but at this point, if I was disrespected like this, like the whole like every day, like y'all are just disregarding everything about me and so high up on this kid who's sucking, mm-hmm. who re- really isn't that good. Like we've had his replacement already. Like at least draft somebody. What the fuck is this shit? So at this point, I hope I hope they lose the rest of the year. <laughs> I hope Christian keeps doing good because I like Christian a lot. Right. Um. But I hope I hope they lose the rest of the year, and then I hope they miss the playoffs, and then they look how much they need to cam, and then when they ask him, he's like, "No." I just wish y'all could see Dom's face right now because he's like <laughs> looking off into the distance, I like am. he's not even looking heavy. Like this I'm talking to these motherfuckers like, that he's looking off into some shit, and he's he's in it. This boy loves football, and and I tell you what, <laughs> if Cam comes back in a Panthers jersey, 
Well, love to play. He's gonna have a chip on his shoulder, man. Yeah. He's gonna play angry as fuck. Oh yeah, shit. yeah, 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 yeah. But if he does go somewhere else, I'm all for it. Like I, I want him to succeed. So, and I hope they play the Panthers and destroy them. I, um, Cam is. I, I mean, you know, I'm not really into football, but I mean, I appreciate Cam. I appreciate his his uh, tenacity. I appreciate his swag. I appreciate, um, like, you know, the things you told me about him. And I hope they do treat him better. Um, but there was an interesting fact that I didn't even know about until today with all this Kaepernick talk going on. Mm-hmm. The four top quarterbacks right now are all black. Yeah. Like, that are killing the— Russell, the, Deshaun, yeah. Lamar. That is—that's um, that's dope because, you know— Quarterback was a white man's uh, position to like Michael Vick and shit, but um, whatever. Okay, so the moment we all been waiting for has been going on all day. Um, I actually did get a quote from the man himself. Well, no, it was no. Hold on, let me see. Fuck the kids. <laughs> Oh shit! Did you see that? Uh, Golink announces a collab album with Pusha T. Is in the works. Hmm? Golink and Pusha T collab album. I saw that. Yeah. I don't know. That somebody said I like some of Golink's songs. What the fuck does he know about Coke? I think I think uh, it could work though. This is my fact. I already played this. I'm just going through my Twitter trying to find this uh, video of what. Um, they said uh, this is what Jay Z said after the Ka- uh, Kaepernick. Oh my God! So video. you want to get into the Kaepernick thing now? Yeah, the end off? yeah, yeah. Where is it? At? We'll end off on that note. <clears throat> oh, there's one thing after that I want to end it on. Okay, but fuck! I wish I could find it. Shit! I thought I liked that shit. Mm-mm-mm. Fuck the kids. Okay, so let's just dive into the Kaepernick thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to take this one? Do I want to take it? Yeah, what like as far as tell me the uh, particulars, and then we can get into like the feelings about it. Okay, meat and potatoes. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, also another thing, if you've been living under a rock, you haven't heard about this. This was huge news last week. So the NFL sanctioned an open work open workout, uh, I guess tryout, workout tryout for Colin Kaepernick. Um, and there was 13 teams supposed to attend it. Um, <clears throat> the whole, Time uh, out. I'm sorry. I just yeah. got breaking news 13 minutes ago. Kanye West and Dr. Dre announcing new Jesus collaborative. Pro- yeah. You already knew that? I just saw it. Oh, why did you say that? Okay. I, yeah, <laughs> I was talking about this. Yeah, well, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um yeah, but they uh, – so they sanctioned an open workout for Colin. Okay, that's mm-hmm. how it started. We're like, oh, snap. Uh, everybody was like – kind of threw everybody off guard. Like, oh, snap, what's going on? Like, is this happening? But then they came with the okie doke. Mm-hmm. They planned it for Saturday, which is – the wor- like, the day makes no sense because NFL plays their game on Sundays – so all the teams that it, that would, could be coming to attend this, the the thing mm-hmm. are preparing for their games and traveling. Mm-hmm. So who who's going to watch this tryout? The, the second they want 
to have it in their own facility and have their own people film it and have it closed to other media members. Mm-hmm. So Colin said, fuck that. I want this shit in a different location and I want it open so everybody can see this shit. Basically. Um, so after some back and forth, they moved the location. The day, actually on Saturday. They, they move it the day of Saturday. Cat moves it. Yeah, on Saturday. It was going to be at the Atlanta... Atlanta's... Uh, yeah, but the, it was going to be closed, though. Right. But now he did it outside. Um, I forgot the location, but... Like a high school. Yeah, it was like a regular field. But, yeah. Uh, he did the workout, throwing like 50-yard bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he works out, I think, out of the 13, eight teams have representatives there. Mm-hmm. Like the, I think it was like the Titans and the Dolphins and... I, I forgot all the teams, but they were there. Uh but nothing was really said about it. Yeah. Um, and this has kind of caused like a huge, huge thing on the internet um, in general from sports analysts down to just regular people. Yeah. <clears throat> and I know if you've been with us since all this started, um, my feelings about it have always been the same. I feel like, okay, Someone made a point. I think it was Stephen A. Smith today made a point saying, "You wanted to you he uh, cap was let me find the let me find the cap clip for y'all, and then we can um we'll discuss what the clip where he was talking to uh, oh the Stephen A. Smith one no 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 Kaepernick when Kaepernick. Kaepernick was speaking at the oh uh, yeah when he uh, okay yeah I've been ready for three years yeah, that one? Okay. yeah 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 yeah. Um, and Max Kellerman, <laughs> Max Kellerman trying to get that seat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he trying to get the seat. And I really don't like the fact they keep dragging Jay-Z into this, bro. I really don't. <laughs> but you know, I'm a Jay-Z fan before anything. So. Oh, I know. I can't find, I'm looking for this clip. Basically... What um You don't have none of the clips today, boy. Well shit oh, I think I do have it. I'm tripping. Hold on. Oh, okay. Um I have not the clip, but some shit. Hold on. Well, how do you feel about it while I'm looking for this? Like about like just the overall division that is causing mm-hmm. in the sports world the black community sports black community sports fans like is this is causing a rift and it's real because some people are yeah. going out of their way calling other black people that don't fuck with cat or like what he not his movement we're set see we people his need actions. to learn how to separate you know what I'm saying the peas from the carrots we black people fuck with cap in his movement we support him we're rallying behind him but two things that i don't understand which these people keep raising quite why are you gonna work for somebody that you're aware of doesn't like you or mm-hmm. doesn't want you there or whatever like you are avidly 
trying to go back to someone who, where you're not accepted. And all these, all these, you know, woke black people will be saying shit like, we need to start going where we're accepted and not um, tolerated and shit like that. And, you know, it doesn't get clearer than that. Another thing is Eric Reed. I fucking hate him. He plays for the Panthers too, right? Yep. Hate him. And this is why I hate him. <laughs> I hate Eric Reed because he's a hypocrite. He's still playing in the NFL, but has all of this shit to say about the NFL. You cannot make that make sense in any in any world. Like, I don't care if we talk at fantasy. I don't care if we talk about niggas that take drugs all day, talking shit in the alley. Like, there's no world, no realm, no dimension where it makes sense for the oppressor to still be working or the, uh, the oppressed to still be working for, with the oppressor. None. I'm pretty sure a white guy owns the Panthers, right? The yes. dude who... David Tepper. White guy. Well, a lot of money. Obviously, you got to have some money by yeah, team. Yeah, he, he bought it from the, the original owner. Right. Mm -hmm. If we're looking at relationships, like, in my mind, and I'm sure that white guy is probably a good guy who owns the team, but, like, let's, let's break it down how Eric Reed would break it down. He'll pull out a Malcolm X uh, quote. Very quick. Yeah. You stick a knife in my back, nine and, inches, and you and pull it out. Three. Yeah. It's still still, yeah. <laughs> nigga, shut up. <laughs> like, and I'm sure you suck too, right? No, he doesn't suck. That nigga's mediocre at best. No, he, he's, a, he's a pro ball safety, but. Stephen A. Smith said that nigga suck. And I believe Stephen A. Smith. Really? Yeah. He said, well, you just see, I'm just trying to find. That motherfucker getting slaughtered right now on the internet. Who, Stephen A? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. I can't find the shit where he just released his little thing, but um, I don't know, bro. I just, the whole shit to me feels like, you know, it's still disingenuous. And it could be disingenuous on the NFL side, but we're not here waiting for the NFL to do any, we're here for you. Even in this press release or this press thing he did after the workout, he didn't accept any questions. He went out there, thank y'all for coming. If you couldn't come, thank you for support. If you did come, thank you for your support. I've been ready for three years. They told me no for three years. We could do this. We could do that. Power to the people. I'll see y'all later. Bye. Like, what? Like, you can't allow anybody to ask questions. Why? Because, look, you when you do that, you're not, you're not, you're not leaving it open. Like, you're causing all this commotion and hearsay and um, if people ask questions to you directly and we can get some straight up answers, there'll be no need to do all these think pieces. Oh, we know the NFL fucked you over because you told us. We don't know that based off of what you just did. Uh, Jay-Z is a scumbag. We don't know that because you didn't give anybody an opportunity to ask you anything. You just spoke your piece and you dipped. How can we follow behind somebody who will not talk to He's talking, but he's not letting people talk to him. Like, okay. I, so you're, you're with the mind of the, uh, yo, uh, why are you so worried about getting back in the NFL? I'm with the mind mm -hmm. of like, how can we follow a leader? Who's not leading? Like he's mm -hmm. not doing. He's not. <sighs> you're on this, so you're you're same as Shannon Sharp. Yeah, bro. Okay. I'm. I'm. I just. I just can't understand. Like, okay, 
this might be the but most horrible like but, but i'm saying this is exactly what this is caused yes this exactly type, black type community mm. sports community uh di different sports analysts different football players like mm -hmm. it's just causing more of a divide yep. but the reason why it's causing a divide is because of lack of communication no one's talking to nobody jay-z probably ain't talked jay-z they just released a statement saying jay-z hasn't spoke to anybody about anything dealing with cap yeah then but this morning it was he said he's so disappointed yeah but, like but that was the sources were double xl though yeah i, mean, I saw fam. that last night though i saw <laughs> that i saw that um last night and I knew it wasn't true because that's not even how Jay-Z moved. Like, he's going to come out and say what he needs to say. And he's going to go back and do whatever the fuck he's doing. Or, yeah, or they'll release an official statement from Rock Nation. But um, it's like Kanye, right? And this is a bad example because you think <laughs> of, like, how Colin Kaepernick is polished and direct with what he's trying to or saying, and Kanye is a, he he erratic. he erratic stumbles at times. So if Kanye came out and said uh, Bombay's the best gin of all time, and then <laughs> he would say it like that too. Yeah, and then and then niggas was like, well, last week you said uh, Seagrams is the best gin. Kanye would come out and explain. Well, I know I said this. This was blah blah blah. But, but I meant yeah. this. That's all I want from Cap. You can do whatever you want, but come back out and mm -hmm. say, let these people talk. Let the, let these. Why have them there? If they if they can't talk, your whole point was transparency, and you're not even being transparent. Mm. So hey, I'm not with Cap. I'm I'm with the movement. I'm with the movement. You, I want you're, justice. You're not with football player Cap. No, not with at all. the person. Colin yeah, Kaepernick. I'm not like football. It ain't it, bro. Hang it up, or you know what I'm saying. Become an actor. You could be a face actor, maybe, or do some movies with Common. I'm sure that'll go over well. Two light skinned <laughs> niggas like fighting crime or some shit. Like do that. But football, you can't want to play football. It has to like that's not what your intentions are. Right. I I think. <clears throat> I think with that the. To me. This is what it feels like. It's like if I've been battling you this whole time mm -hmm. um, on an issue and then people are like, he'll never have a job again, this, this, and that. And then you end up reversing it and then get put back into the organization. Mm -hmm. I feel like on some level, you'll feel like you won the battle. Right. They, they, you want, you, you got me. I'm back in this bitch. Like you mm -hmm. thought you can get rid of me, but I'm back. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of it. Um, and then to, and if he does it and then succeeds, it'll be, it'll be like a, the slowest burn to like all the people that have, you know, talked shit about him. Right. All the, the racial and then right. all the people that thought this was disrespecting soldiers right. thing. Um, but, it is, it is very odd. Like the timing and everything is very odd. It's a, everybody's calling it a PR stunt. I think it's a PR stunt in two fronts. For both parties? Both of them, yeah. Okay. Um, and if I was like, hey, we can, we're, we're hip. We yeah. can do this. Yeah. Like we, we understand, but then they're, they're like contract says otherwise. Right. Um, and then they want it closed and they want to control the narrative and then the media coverage of it so they can, 
just imagine him editing clips to make it look like call him it's this pass right <laughs> so um they could have they could have right, right. so um and then to your point he doesn't only get his own film filming made and then makes his statement mm-hmm. um but doesn't do like an open qa forum it's just like hey i'm here this is it um here's my my twitter handle see you later type shit yeah like- um now, I can't speak on him as a person as no, far as like what, he's, what he's trying to accomplish. No. Um, I think it's the the more the la- what I spoke about earlier of like if it comes full circle and he gets back in, it's like he made the ultimate victory because he successfully sued y'all. Mm-hmm. He got paid a settlement, had an open tryout, changed the changed the whole whole rules of the tryout, and now he's back in the league. And then if he succeeds at that. It's like, and if he's great too, right? Exactly. Like, if he, like you know. so you try to stop me, right? But I'm back in this bitch, and then, uh, he it would be like, yo, I proved all of you wrong. That'd be a great movie. It it would be, and then, <laughs> but if, it's not a it's not reality though, right? I, and if it does happen, I think it, if he does get back in the league, it'll probably be some of the most gruesome shit to watch. Oh yeah, and he's gonna try to fuck him. They're up. gonna target him. Media Fan, fans will riot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, depending on the team, there might be some teams where. But see, they probably not even thinking that far though, bro. And that's that. Mm-hmm. But if he did get back in the league, you do have to take in account like not only are is your life in jeopardy, your teammates' lives are in jeopardy. The people that chose to stand with you and kneel with you, like, and then it's not just about him. And that's another thing that bothers me, like. Everything that you're doing is affecting everyone around you, bro. Like, you are the nucleus of your universe. And... Wow, look at you. I'm trying. (laughs) The nucleus. Of your universe. (laughs) The incense. Open your third eye. The incense in that... that, that fucking that, turquoise yeah. ring you have on. Yeah, it's an eye. I don't know. Yeah, it's getting all the energies. Yes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Channeling all that, baby. But no, um, I ask for positivity every day. But um, no, like he's affecting everybody around him, bro. Even his girl, which is another thing that's weird. Usually anything Cap does, Nessa is right there, like tweeting her life away. I ain't seen shit. Something going up. Something is awry. Something is awry, and it will not be a swell time. So all I can say is, ultimately, I hope he is aware of the decisions he's choosing to make and the people that he's choosing to, I won't say turn his back on, but not bringing them along with the plight or whatever the case may be. If it's football, let it be football. If it's social justice, let it be social justice. Now, nobody's not saying that, you know, to stop protesting. Maybe the NFL, but your fans, your support, we don't want you to stop protesting. Niggas uh-huh. might want you to play football. But if you're going to do one, like, you, if you're going to do one, you have to... If you if you're gonna play football, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Don't make playing football about the plight, though. Which that's always like to take it all the way back to when it started. I agree with that sentiment from Stephen A. Wholeheartedly, like 
your issues are not with the NFL, with Roger Goodell, with the 32, 32 teams, right? Mm-hmm. With the 32 owners. That's not the issue. It became an issue. Football did eventually become a problem because he ain't working no more. But that wasn't the issue at first. Your issue was this is for those black and brown kids that are being killed. This is for police yeah. brutality. This is for systematic oppression. And they thought this they could silence him. Yeah. And it wasn't silenced. So I just, I would figure out how to do that better. You still have a platform yeah, to play football. But yeah, after I, that, I just feel like he, he found his avenue. And and it's very powerful, like his his advocacy, and then the, him being you know a spokesperson for for social injustice. I think there's so much more he can do than play football. And of course, I, and I think that's where he should focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I think it's that full circle I win yeah. thing that's really mm-hmm. what's driving this whole thing. But we'll we'll see what happens in the near future. Um, like you said, maybe he can start doing movies or yeah something because. He'll draw something, like he he's a draw. Yeah, regardless. But you know, I I also think, and this is my last point on it. I don't think he expected it to get that Here. big. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think he was. I don't think he was prepared for. No, no one could imagine this back. No, no, yeah. not like this. But even like his 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 thing, what he was doing when he was just kneeling mm-hmm. or sitting. Yeah, I don't think he thought it would get this big. Right, and. I think for anybody, anybody should try to manifest, like think further ahead into planning instead of stopping right here, right where we are. Mm. Now I'm saying live in the moment, of course, but be prepared. And the way you can be prepared is to kind of run through the scenarios in your head. Now, if I did this, if I slapped Dalton, what are all the things he could do in retaliation? So I could be ready for it. Slap you know back. what I'm saying? <laughs> Slap me back. Shoot me. Stab. I can't tell you how to react. Right. You know what I'm saying? It might get out of hand. Yeah, shoot me. Stab at me. <laughs> Type shit. But anyways, I just want everybody to leave Jay-Z alone. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Leave Jay-Z alone. Leave Jay-Z alone. Hashtag leave Jay-Z alone. And um, yeah. Now, there's another thing I want to talk. There's two more things and then I'm done. I promise. Um... I worked on a project with Jonathan Joseph, uh, yes. Seven Imperial, and RJ, um, and um, Da Vinci Wave, and there was another producer there as well. I can't recall his name, but he, talented. He reminds me of Miles um, mm. as far as uh, his style of beats, not like personality and shit. Okay, but um, well, no one's like Miles. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, but we were. It was four producers. Uh-huh. Three no three producers three artists we did four songs, um, and it'll be out tomorrow. It's called Flashy Boys Volume One. This is Jonathan's vision. He brought it together and brought me along for the ride, and I appreciate that. That's where I had to run off to last Friday. That's why we kind of breezed through last week's pod. But um, the album will be out tomorrow on all streaming platforms. I'm happy with how it turned out. It was better than I thought. I learned a lot. Uh, I ate, I tried vegan food for the first time and um, uh, got blessed with the Palo Santo, which I've been burning at home and all that shit, the incense and everything of that nature. So shout out to Savin because he put me on some new shit that I didn't think that I needed in my life, but I did. And uh, But the music is good. It's really good. It's actually surprising that they put it together like this. And um, it's dope. 
And uh, I hope they bring me along for volume two. But like I said, it'll be out tomorrow. Of course, I'll be promoting that. And um, trying to think if we got anything else creative coming up. Oh, we're not. We're developing another form of content, but well, we're not going to drop the bag on that just no, yet. No, don't do it yet. Yeah, but me and Dalton do have another form of content coming very, very soon. And it's not because we're not successful in what we're doing now, because come on, let's be real. <laughs> but, hey, niggas create, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's why we here. Um, so, yeah, tomorrow, Flashy Boys Volume 1. I produce track number two. And um, that's four songs. Life Path number four. Oh, my God. Look at that. Look at God. Man. All the fours. Look at, look at God. May the four be with you, my dog. <laughs> uh, um, okay, and my last topic. Um, <sighs> there's been a um, rise of um, missing Missing, missing women, missing children, um, whether it be due to sex trafficking. Uh, I also believe that, and this, I know it sounds far-fetched, but I do believe that there are people out here harvesting organs. Oh yeah. Um, That's real. And I believe that that's a part of the reason why so many children are going missing because their, their organs aren't. They got to be a certain age for them, but they're not fully developed, I don't think, at that early of an age. Like, you know, 10, 15, well, not like 10 and under, maybe like from 7 to 10, 8 to 10, I don't know. But what I do know is they ain't like a 30-year-old's organs or a 40-year-old, especially if you're drinking and smoking and shit. Like, a kid's mm-hmm. going to be healthier in that sense is what I'm getting at. Yeah. And... um. I'm under the belief that part of the reason why a lot of these kids are going missing outside of sex trafficking, because that is very, very That's real. That's very real. Um, I think they're, I think these kids are getting abducted and, and, and never seen again due to some parties harvesting their organs and selling them. Like there was a video that just came out today saying that a guy dropped off 20 organs at a hospital and they're trying to like, did you see that shit? No. Bruh, it was horrific. Like, what? Like, how? <laughs> Nobody thought this was like wrong. Like, where do you get 20 just organs? <laughs> Contributions, but not all great givers crave the spotlight. Last night in Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston, an anonymous individual gave an unprecedented donation of 200 human kidneys. The secret benefactor delivered his gift a few minutes before 4 a.m. this morning, as seen here in the security camera footage. It's an amazing gift. The kidneys are so fresh, they clearly must have been removed within the last 24 hours. The philanthropist sought no fanfare and left without requesting so much as a thank you. Whoever did this is obviously very skilled with a knife, and it looked to me like they've done this before. Okay, like this might be fake. Times. <laughs> because that don't even sound right. Yeah. But that's like, even the way he threw the bag, I know you didn't watch it, but he like threw the bag at the door and just walked off. But anyways. <laughs> but, but but that's what you're basically talking about. Yeah, that's, they're, they're harvesting shit for like the top bidder, black market. Oh, it's definitely real. Yeah, and it's it's a lucrative thing, just like anything else. Like, I know people don't like to think about it this way, but death is a business. Um, harvesting people's organs is a business. All these rich, like beyond light years rich people that have the money to be moved up on the donor list or don't have time to be put on a donor list that could call up 
somebody that they know and be mm-hmm. like, yo, I need X, Y, Z, like for my, you know, and bam, nigga here, I need $5 million for this, whatever. But, um, as far as the sex trafficking thing goes, I've been talking to uh, a lady friend of mine and, um, she's concerned, bro. Cause she's a single mother. And, mm-hmm. uh, she, her mind is, and I don't even want to put this type of energy out there, but like if she's putting the baby in the car seat, somebody just coming and running and snatch her up while she's doing that or something. You know what I'm saying? Like her back is turned. And um, I don't know. I don't know. Tell, like self-defense class. I don't know what to tell her, you know, what would be accurate to do. But um, there was these like tips floating around on IG. Uh, well, I guess once I find it, I'll post it on the Step Brothers podcast and uh our ig and um yeah just bring some awareness to that but again my theory is both sex trafficking and um harvest harvesting of uh, organs which is really sad you don't like it sounds like some movie shit but it's very real so i hope you know to the kids that are still alive and in dire situations i pray um, that they you find your way out in one piece and um, yeah I, yeah that's really all I gotta say on that. Um, what's that? What was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, so our week's playlist, Dalton. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're going to um, we'll put it together after this. Like I think we're thinking about doing like an eighties R and B, eighties music. Yeah, more mellow, laid back, the smooth shit. So I'm, get ready for some Sade. I'm definitely putting halls and the halls and O's on my <laughs> shit, without a doubt. Excuse me. Um, Ghani, Ghani, less, Ghani. You know, anything you want to say or what? Anything else you got or no? That's it, man. Uh, you know, we're going to put this out as soon as we're done. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, that's it. Yeah, I'm good. All yeah. right. Well, uh, be on the lookout for the playlist. It'll be out tonight sometime. Right on. But uh, that's it from us. Dude, little dude, dude. Dude, dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 